When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back uh, to the podcast. I want to first off start by thanking every one of you for tuning in today. Uh, it's been a little while, especially since I made a podcast specifically just me talking versus an interview. Um, I've had some, I've been busy. It's, you know, it's summertime. My oldest just celebrated a birthday. Got a lot going on, including a big project um, that I have been working on that I think uh, w- will interest a lot of you. Uh, but I did feel compelled to make a podcast today specifically sort of cataloging and giving my thoughts on what I see as kind of the, the latest chapter in a uh, kind of an inflationary spiral. I mean, that was, I guess, the term that was used, I think, in a title of a, of a Zero Hedge article. So I don't want to steal the term, but I think that's a good way to describe it as an inflationary spiral, uh, which, again, we're just seeing another chapter unfold. And today, with the June CPI print, of 0.9% month over month. Now, for context, 0.9% month over month, uh, that is following up on several months of already uh, pretty high inflation um, for March, uh, 0.6%, April, 0.8%, May, 0.6%, and now June, 09 That's 2.9% if you add those up. Um, of course, when you're dealing with, with that type of compounding, it's slightly higher than that, but you know, pretty close to 3% inflation in the span of four months from March to June. That's inflation. That's a lot of purchasing power that, uh, I hesitate to even skip using the term unlikely and just, just say we won't, we won't get that purchasing power back. Now, funnily, fun, fun, funny enough, funnily enough, what do you want to say? Uh, the, the, the response by the markets has been, muted um rates rose somewhat um uh, on the news uh but not a whole lot precious metals not a whole lot of action in the silver market not a whole lot of action in the gold market in the sense of an actual change they they moved up and down a lot but as a whole you know as i'm recording here around noontime central uh it's it's like $3.32 up on the day for gold right? On a day where we're getting 0.9% month over month. Again, for some more context, that's the highest month over month um, um, since uh, June of 2008, believe it or not. We're we're talking month over month. I mean, if you annualize that, and I know we can't just annualize every month over month, but but if you annualize that, that's that's a 10.8% inflation on an annual basis. Now, obviously, maybe we're not there, you know, because if you look at the other three months, we're, we're 0.6, 0.8, But, but you're averaging these out and you're getting pretty close to like a 0.8% month over month. And even that annualized again is like 9.6%, right around that 10% mark. And, and I will remind you too, that the CPI is, continues to be a very flawed tool, continues to use very poor data, garbage in, garbage out, um, garbage data that is, you know, the the data that goes in is really manipulated by the PLS. Um, I believe that's who is still uh, reporting on this. Um, 
in the first place. Uh, garbage, garbage data that they use to, to calculate um, the number in the first place, whether it's hedonic value adjustments, um, they're, they're, they're the way that they calculate the price of housing, price of rent. I mean, that's a big component of it. And a big part of that is what people estimate their property would rent for the property they own that they may not be renting out versus what, you know, actual rent prices are. And, and by the way, that is going to likely change in the future, which will, um, be a, a tailwind for, for higher inflation because we're actually going to get a better read of actual housing costs and not just, you know, what, what some, some property, residential property owners might think that their property might rent for. Uh, you know, a big piece of this more recently has been, uh, used car prices in particular used car prices are at crazy high high levels right now there's a variety of reasons for that and and some people have kind of covered that in the past including things like um shortages of chips and thus a shortage of of new cars um certainly when you inject a ton of money into an economy you're gonna have inflation period and sometimes you get that in the price of things like like cars, uh, people are more easily able to, to make a down payment on a car or outright buy one, depending on the type of, or, or the, you know, the amount of stimulus payment that they might be receiving. There's a lot of reasons for that. And eventually, I mean, those will, that will moderate. I'm not saying that maybe they'll come down, but, but certainly they might not continue to increase at, at their current pace. I mean, you, you look at something like the lumber market, the lumber market was screaming higher earlier this year. Um, that's moderated. And, and they're actually, you know, it's come down actually quite a bit lumber prices. And I would anticipate the same happening with something like the, uh, used car market, the auto market as a whole. But the main takeaway here, again, as I said before, is that inflation is moving to the upside in a big way. And, and of course the, the, the muted move in the market is because of an anticipation of, of Fed acting on it and, and, you know, raising rates and whatnot. And and what I'm saying here is that that what they are, you know, able to do in terms of response to this is going to be minimal to very little. I mean it's, you know, to use a good analogy, it would be like if you take like a um if you take like maybe like World War II, pre-World War II or even pre-World War 1 and you look at a country like Germany, right? Um World War 1, World War 2 in both cases they were building up their military, right? And let's say we got a fourth Reich rising, right? It's a loose analogy, but follow follow me here. Bear with me. And and the response by the British or by the French is is not to match that, not to try and outpace that military growth, but to uh, you know, order another dozen fighter aircraft, right? As a as a show of force that that they're still serious about, you know, going toe to toe with Germany. It's it's silly, right? It's silly, and and. It, and that's ultimately what we're seeing from the Fed right now. Even what they state that they might be able to do a year or two from now in terms of rate hikes is going to be wholly inadequate to deal with inflation on this scale. So stay tuned for more. But I mean, I, I, I'll i be honest, I didn't expect inflation quite this high for this many months in a row. But that certainly continues to be the trend. And and I don't think it's going to get any better anytime soon. I mean, this is purchasing power that we've lost and, and we're not going to gain back anytime soon. So as always, I just want to do a, a bit of an update today. As always, I'd like to thank every one of you, you know, from the bottom of my heart for tuning into today's podcast and God bless.